I'm shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 hockey. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. It's a Friday Almost Sports Party. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, my name is Jason Dick. That's my guy, C.J. Morgan. How are you today, C.J.? What's going on, buddy? Good, man. Still hiding my pills for my spinal procedure, so I'm ready to have some fun. You are a great co-host, and more importantly, friend, CJ. I've missed too many days. I want to hang with you. I am the worst. I was was planning to start the show shouting you out for you texting me this morning saying, uh, hey, uh, do you want kolaches? I'm going to get kolaches. I was. And I was confused because I was like, did he mean this for me? CJ once texted me when you were trying to text your fiance. Yeah, yeah. If it's, like, if it's a DP uh, or yeah. a, uh, a, a apology, it's meant for her. It was something along the lines of, uh, hey, sorry, that's never happened to me. I was really tired. I don't understand what happened. Uh, uh, no. You know, this happens to a lot of men when they get older. It's also you're just so attractive <laughs> no. that, like, I, was just, I also didn't know I could do that while <laughs> unable to do that. It was very confusing. Uh, it wasn't that. But, it was uh, during the show, so you thought I was well, mad yeah, at I was you. like, what's going on? And then, yeah, it just turned out it was for his fiance. And so, yeah, we, we were fighting. T- texted me that you were getting food today. I was like, uh, no, I'm good. And you were just like, yeah, I was going to pick up food. Do you want me to get some? And I was like, CJ, such an awesome dude and friend. Uh, and not only did I refuse his nice offer, I also forgot that you had a procedure this morning. And so now it makes sense when you said, I am fine. I am okay. <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? Okay, uh, my bad. So everything's good. You had a procedure. You're still tripping on medicine pills, but not pill- right. well, I actually, uh, I think it's Versed. You snorted up your nose and Excuse it's like me? a, it's like an this anxiety a- <laughs> and pain reliever. Okay. Not the good stuff. No, you don't recreationally but this is in a, the bathroom at... Uh, you did this in the hospital or in the yeah, doctor's yeah, office? You yeah. snorted some, some me- uh, they, they medicine have a up little, your nose? They have nose? a little needle, or not a needle, but like a, a, a turkey baster, basically, and they slowly push it in there and you just breathe, and it burns and it tastes horrible. It's uh, not a pleasant Ooh. experience. Ooh. I I did ask the nurse, I was like, is this kind of like uh, the bitterant they put in the keyboard cleaner? To make people not want to do this, and she's like, "No," and she's like, "Also, how do you, how do, how do you know about that?" Like, Keyboard cleaner, man. Know about yeah. things. Yeah, Bad the yeah, dustbuster, yeah, right? Aaron Carter, R.I.P. <laughs> but not me. Not yeah, yeah. And you're good, right? Things are good. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm, a little bit right. of pain, but oh, I'm here, man. Right. It's a Friday. I'm not going to miss our bets. I'm. Our I'm uh, my body Longhorns. aches a little as well, CJ. I played two and a half hours of pickleball last night, and so. I might be pickleball ready Me by next you, year. Same. When you need next uh, year, when you need a uh, guy, I'm hoping if we can hold the rain off, I'm gonna play at 1 p.m. I'm gonna run out of here straight to the to the pickleball. You might courts. make it. The, the rain keeps getting pushed back. I know. So it I keeps looking like right. it's terrible. Uh, let's uh, let's hope for good weather tomorrow. Big Texas football game. game. Uh, yeah. Probably the cold. I don't know if you know the record, uh. Uh, but this is going to be the coldest Texas Longhorn game, like the coldest, the coldest that has been in DKR. Since last November. Oh, 
<laughs> as so, we highlighted yesterday, so, just so you know. Since the last time it was winter and we yeah, played. A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's great. No, I think it's probably going to be nice in the 50s. That's that's a that's a, a that's football weather. Man. Comfortable uh, area for me. Yeah. Yeah. When you played sports when you were younger, obviously the Texas heat sucks. Mm. But I, I was in the panhandle. So all right. You soccer might get season snowed and, out. It would we wouldn't get snowed out. You would play in the snow, but there's something that it there's different aches and pains and just breathing in the cold air burns your lungs. It's a lot more difficult, I think, uh, to play in cold weather. Mm. It just there's something about it that it, it is just miserable. I uh, can't really add any insight to playing in cold weather versus hot weather, but I'll tell you, I enjoy watching sports in colder wet. Not cold necessarily, but. I will certainly take 55 over 95, which is what we've had. You can always take a sweatshirt or a jacket off at yeah, the stadium, yeah. but like you, you, when it's burning miserably. Do I want to be that guy with my nips out at DKR? Sometimes no, I don't do. Be that guy. No, I'm not gonna. Never. I'm not gonna take my shirt off. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the weather expected to be nice. You know what? Here, let's just get into it right now, and you guys are welcome to join at any time. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. What do you think, Texas? TCU tomorrow at DKR. Texas has grown to a seven and a half point favorite now, despite TCU cool. being undefeated. Number four in every poll, every ranking that exists out there. Texas more than a touchdown favorite. Spoiler alert: I will not be taking them in our uh, in our football picks today. Seven is a maybe six and a half. You could kind of entice me. Seven and a half more than a touchdown. That's too many points. But I am ready to say Texas is going to win thirty four thirty one. As my my official prediction, yeah, Longhorns so. thirty four thirty one. My only glaring, uh, just kind of, and this is just an observation is mm-hmm. uh, TCU seems to perform better in the second half. Texas obviously does not at all. So that's what's going to be really interesting. Is uh, they have n- no Are you trouble saying? running the ball and scoring in the yeah. first half, but that's what I worry about is what's going to happen. Uh, in the second half, you, if they can keep that you're momentum. You're saying the track record of these two teams does not bode in favor of my pick, Texas winning 34-31? Not, not really, and I know the the saying keeps being like, well, just keep running the ball, keep running the ball. But in the second half against Oklahoma State and against uh, Kansas State, they struggled to run the ball. They were trying to run the ball. Mm. It just mm. wasn't working as well as it was in the first half. Uh, and then they seemed to kind of just abandon it altogether, but nonetheless, it wasn't just the magic key to fix everything. I believe the statistic is uh, TCU has trailed four times in the second half this season, and they are 4-0 and in those games in which they have trailed in the second half, uh, obviously, as they are undefeated. They have not lost any games. Uh, Texas has notably struggled in the second half. Uh, yeah. But that trend can't hold one more week, CJ. This is the week that they buck the trend. I mean, I hope so. Look at, at this point, and I don't, I don't know. Are we? Is the offensive line tiring out? Is that why we are just struggling to run the ball in the second half? I think it's more likely that Sark is getting out adjusted, out schemed in the second half, and yeah. all of the things that you were trying to do in the first half aren't working anymore. Well, yeah, they figured it out. You got to do new things now, man. There also seems to be a lot uh, more mental lapses in the second half. With uh, again, I'm going to reference Oklahoma and Kansas State, sure. Oklahoma State and Kansas State. Uh, there, there's a lot more penalties on on the uh, on the offense. I consider, and, and yeah, this team to be. I don't want to say mentally weak, but undisciplined. It's, and it's very frustrating. All of these things, all of these things, 
seem like coaching issues to me. Sure. Uh, but I'm hoping that uh, anybody, any hot take jackass out there who's going to tell you that Sonny Dykes on the opposite side of the field is probably a better and should be Texas's coach than Steve Sarkeesian, I'm hoping all of those voices silenced. All of them come Saturday. Agreed. Right? right? This is it. Right? Biggest game of the right? year. Uh, because this has implications on if they will make a bigger bowl game, if they'll make it to the Big 12 championship. And they, only, Texas. Yes, they, Texas. And my my big worry, I get number one, just win the damn game, win. But then I worry that they're going to go against a Kansas and Baylor team. Baylor now, what, 6-3 and three you know, overall? Their season started out in kind of a disastrous fashion, but they have they've rallied. They are what? Is it twelve in the, the? They're up there in the college yeah. football playoff poll as well. And and now you have so if you if you get this big win over TCU, we've seen this team then play teams they should be and not be as motivated. Uh, Kansas on the road and then Baylor at home. So it's still not over. It's still not going to be easy by any means. They have to show up Alabama ready mm-hmm. for three more, four more games if they make it to the big Big 12 championship. Just before I get fact checked, Baylor is not in the top 25 in the college football. Okay. I don't know how or what I was thinking. Or but they are six and three, right? They, I just remember I've been saying, been saying that their season, like many, like Oklahoma, like many Texas, uh, Big 12 teams, has been an outright disaster, but has not been that bad. They're six and three, I believe, is correct, but they are not ranked in the uh, AP top 25. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. Also, okay. all this uh, changes my... I had a prediction that Oklahoma State was going to win out the rest of their games, but then lose to Oklahoma. I now don't care about that. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't, that doesn't game matter. It's not as really doesn't matter at no, all now, huh? No, that's that's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, here, let me ask you a much more important question uh, for tomorrow, game day. Uh, what's your favorite Third Eye Blind song? Hmm. They're doing Austin... Longhorn City Limits, limits. 5 o'clock tomorrow. Third Eye Blind will warm you up for uh, Texas and TCU. That's the way we do it at Longhorn City Limits. I don't hate it. Who had the best song in 1997 and or 2004 or I don't know. I don't want to bust on the... uh, on the long run. There's a free concert. Who's complaining about a free concert? Uh, but I did this morning call Third Eye Blind a, uh, a one-hit wonder. No. And there were many quick to point out. That's they had a, a lot of radio we should know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they, was their big one. I mean, that one was massive. Well, arguably, Jumper, How's It Gonna Be? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. It, graduation? I'm assuming Jumper was my favorite. See, I always liked How's It Gonna Be? When you don't know me anymore. I used to... Uh, when I, <laughs> there we go. CJ's listening on his phone now. Yeah, when how's I, it going to be? I like that one better. When I was a uh, a youth mopping the floors of the putt-putt golf in Round Rock, Texas, and all my friends were out having fun on a Saturday night, and I was mad because I was... But uh, you know what? I was getting ahead, CJ, okay? There you go. Young Jason Dick had a strong work ethic, and I was like, I don't want to have... I don't want to go have fun and underage drink with my friends. I would rather hear uh, cleaning the bathrooms at the Putt-Putt and Round Rock. And that song was huge then, and it would come on, and I would just think, well, well this Putt-Putt's going to go under someday. All right, once and once I've moved on, you guys are nothing. You're nothing, nothing without me. And I tell you what, they fired me, and then like seven years later went out of business. So that's Jason 1, Putt-Putt 0. I was correct. Uh, well done. How's it going to be was probably my favorite. Yeah, but. I'm going to agree with you on that. I think uh, Jumper, I heard too much on the radio. 
It's uh, I hate the way those radio guys just overplay songs. I know huh? they should just let their it's, personalities it's, talk uh, and be entertaining. Uh, I don't know if I like it. They talk yeah, too much work. as well yeah. too. Um, uh, it's weird. Third Eye Blind. I feel like they have real one-hit wonder energy, even though yeah, they clearly had three, maybe four super uh, hits. But they seem like a one-hit wonder to me. Is that wrong? A lot of bands that have that cool? big. One year long topping the chart where they just super radio play hit happens real fast. Happens real fast, and then they they essentially go on tour for a mm-hmm. very long. So usually, you know, you'll release the album or or before you go on tour to support the album. But then when it pops like that, instead of writing music and working on, you know, that's what they call it the sophomore slump. Again, I don't know if that was their first album or not, but usually the follow up to the mm-hmm. big hit is mm-hmm. is not as good because. You've been touring. You've been. You're now oh, is that? wealthier. There's a lot that's changed. Uh, it happens to a lot of bands. Not Fleetwood Mac, though. Rumors <laughs> actually, uh, uh, they're greatest. And again, that wasn't their site. That was like their uh, seventh album. I don't know any Fleetwood Mac things, but I could talk to you about it. Are you a days. Fleetwood Mac guy? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I would not have suspected that. Of yeah. You. And uh, how did that? Where did that come from? Just. Just being like, a, dude, I used to be a classic rock DJ, man. You oh know that. yeah. And probably my mom. She's very Stevie Nicksy, even though. Uh, Your mom is a big Stevie Nicks fan, or she's Stevie Nicksy in that she reminds both. you of. She's all witchy and has crystals and stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> Lindsey Buckingham, though, probably my favorite of uh, the okay. Stevie Nicks. I like the Bill Hader version. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that one's good. Okay, this has been uh, almost sports Music. on classic rock. One hit wonders of the nineties. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. How about that barn burner Thursday night football game? I forgot about it, and I'm glad I did. Uh, we'll talk about that and more from the National Football League on the other side of this break. Hold on. The Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. 512-834-1027, or you can tweet at us at Almost ESPN Radio. I haven't checked in on uh, who's winning the uh, who had the best draft from yesterday poll. Should we find it's out? It's going to be close. Look at our Twitter. Uh, uh, I know you were, you were winning pretty well. Well, when I last looked yesterday afternoon, it was pretty close. Yeah, give me an update on that here in uh, in just a moment. Uh, Adam Silver, NBA commissioner, says he's pretty sure anti uh, that uh, Kyrie uh, Kyrie Irving is not anti-Semitic. I know I'm not as sure as him. Uh, is Nick Saban washed? We'll get to all of that as uh, well. But uh, let's start with that titillating Thursday night football game, CJ. I don't know if I, am I being too hard on Thursday night football. I just feel like every week I'm excited. I'm like, oh yes, 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 yes. It should be a marquee matchup. The NFL matchup, is back. And it's not. We're back. It's it's and back. Again, it's hard to predict. But and and then I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, this is. And I probably should have had lower expectations for a Marcus Mariota PJ Walker showdown. Uh, but it was, uh, I guess, not what I was expecting. I would have thought the Falcons uh, to win that game. Uh, but at home, the Panthers prevail 25-15. to 15. Uh, Probably not even that close. It was mostly a, a, an ass-kicking on the part of the Panthers uh, for, for most of that contest. P.J. Walker, the winning quarterback, 10 of 16 for 108 yards. That was the winner. Yeah, yeah. He was. This is an NFL game. This yeah. is not like a middle school football game. <laughs> That's what game. it sounds like. The winning quarterback threw for 108 yards. That's... That's all he needed. That's a, that is all he needed. You know what? Shout out to uh, Deontay Foreman, uh, Longhorn legend Deontay Foreman, 
carried it 31 times, 130 yards, and a touchdown. He's their clear number one now, so I guess I, yeah. can, I can drop Chuba. Oh, I was just going to say, if you were one of the people who uh, made the right call, lucked out and got Deontay Foreman in, off waivers when they traded McCaffrey. Oh, I tried. Yeah? Yeah, someone else. Somebody else got, got him? Got him first. I, I got Probably him in, you. I know, I don't have him. I got him in one, one other league. But I remember thinking, I was like, I only got room for one. Do I go Foreman or do I get, go go Chuba? That was my thought. I was 50-50. It's like, I'm going to go with the Foreman, Texas Chuba. player instead of the OSU player. your homerism play. Yeah, yeah, and it worked right. out. For, and he's good. It, I mean, good on him if he has you know carved out a role for because it kind of looked like he was going to be out of the league there for a second. Uh, last year was backing up Derrick Henry in Tennessee. He's pretty good. but Before that, he was in Houston, right? He was in Houston for a little while. I think they were much. mad at him. He was pretty injured. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he's running hard last night. Yeah, maybe the former Longhorn finds himself uh, home there. Uh, but who can running back stuff? Whatever. Uh, CJ, great uh, quarterbacks. I have for a while now been saying that we are living in unprecedented NFL times, and that there is arguably a surplus of good quarterbacks in the league. Like back back in my day. Half the teams in the league had a disaster at a backup quarterback. Had a disaster at quarterback, yeah. and we're just constantly trying to. Where's my Dan Marino? Where's my Troy Aikman, Steve Young? Uh, where's my John Elway and the like? And now, I, I don't know if it's the prol- proliferation of passing in college football. There's just so many good passable quarterbacks out there. But <laughs> every time I turn on Thursday Night Football and I see TJ PJ Walker. Going 108 yards for the win. Just uh, this past, was it Sunday night, Monday night? Malik Willis for the Titans was 5 of 18. Lost the game, yeah. but took the Chiefs to overtime. It's like, is this 1960 NFL yeah. quarterback? Like, what's, go- what's going on here? Uh, but at the, I mean, at the same time, Geno Smith has been just relegated to the bench for the last decade and might be the MVP right now. So yeah. you could say that there are lots of really good quarterbacks, a surplus of good quarterbacks. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I think uh, I think you're correct. It not just comes with the uh, the better uh, equipment, the better um, you know. Not, what am I trying to think of training? The, 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 the well, the, there's there's a lot more technology involved in the training where they you know do the motion capture and see how you throw and and that's starting like early in the collegiate level or if you go to some rich ass high school. So I think they're just developing and and making quarterbacks much more efficient and a lot better, using them a lot more in college. And yeah. uh, I think in, in the NFL, you have a lot more guys that are NFL ready. Yeah, uh, we're saying the same thing, but yeah, I think people have figured out this is not high level advanced analytics that throwing the ball is superior to running the running ball. the ball. Now you can't throw yeah. the ball all the time, uh, but yeah, as where and running backs have a lot. Smaller shelf life than quarterbacks yeah. do and wide receivers. In the even. olden times, where yeah, the football was just about banging heads and running the football. Now it's like actually, it's much more efficient uh, and better to throw the football, and that's trickled down all the way down. I mean, I know high school teams are throwing it all the time now. I don't know how far it's going down. They run in the uh, the uh, air raid offense and Pop Warner. They could. I would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All you need is one kid that let's, can throw, man. Let's go coach a Pop Warner if team. You That'd can, be a fun. If you can get a kid that can throw and then just. The gloves will do the rest on the other kids. That's all you need. <laughs> now now I want one of us to have some kids so we can go coach a Pop Warner team. You can't be the coach of the Pop Warner team with no kids. That's creepy, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, here's what we do. We just tell our coworkers, hey, bring your kids. Jason yeah. and I are going to coach a, uh, 
uh, Jason against CJ or us against someone else. Oh, uh, I, I flag like football, pop Warner game. Each other against each other. That's yeah. fun as well. Okay. Uh, what, how about let's just find some listener kids. Get at us uh, at almost ESPN radio. Do you want me and CJ to coach your kids? That sounds like a fun idea, right? I agree. Yeah, let's go. Uh, speaking of kids, did you see this? Jake Matthews uh, plays left tackle for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he was at the game last night, uh, but arrived just by the hair of his chinny chin chin because his son was born yesterday. His first child. Congratulations uh-huh. to wife Maggie, who gave Maggie, huh? You know what? That's fine. Who are you to criticize somebody's name, Maggie? Uh, Maggie gave birth to a healthy baby boy, Beckett. Uh, The the time of the uh, delivery, I'm not sure here, uh, but that was in uh, Gainesville, Georgia, where the Jake Matthews' son was born. Arthur Blank sent the private plane to pick him up, take him to Charlotte. He was in the locker room just an hour before kickoff. Uh, So he he played in Thursday Night Football the same day his uh, kid was born. That's why they lost, CJ. Need a little more focus. Yeah. I mean, no. I don't, we need you all. I don't know. Well, I was going to say, at least you know it was rewarding because his team's fighting to win the division, make the playoffs. So he <laughs> sacrifices a, Sorry, that's, an that's, important that's, family moment to go and play. And then... It's definitely, it's definitely true that the Falcons are fighting to make the playoff. But what are they like four and five, right? Now four and six. Four and six. But that is fighting to make the playoffs. But Tampa that. Bay was four. Yeah. It is Four and five. You know, I'm always team, like the, occasionally we will have this discussion when there's a player's wife who's very pregnant while it's the playoffs or something like that. And it's like, what do you do? Do you leave Do you leave the game so that you can go be there for the birth of the child? Playoffs, yes. Play, playoffs, yes, you leave the thing the, the, or you you play the playoff game. No, you, I'm saying you play, play the, the playoff play game. Play the game. Yeah. Regular season, you don't play the game? Uh, first child, no. See, Second child, yeah. You're good. A, I'm gonna say they don't need you there. Okay, you don't. You know, you, as the man, you've already done your part. Okay, there's gonna right. be plenty of work for you to do going forward. Is this uh, offensive, uh, ignorant to speak that I, I've never had a child or been in a delivery room, really? But they don't need you there, right? They don't need you. You might even I think it's more emotional be, support. Might be just getting in the way. Uh, but uh, also the whole. Only it's your the birth of his first child that one makes it more significant. How disrespectful to your second, third, fourth, fifth Antonio Cromartie style seventh, eighth, ninth. Well, by then you know child. You know what you're doing. Everything's fine. So or by then, babe, you've learned your lesson and you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see that. I don't. Also, the Cromartie thing's different because I think it was he had many a first child. Yeah, that is, (laughs) that is. No, no, yeah, I think he still technically could only have one first, but yeah, it was the first. It wasn't his first. He was, he's set, setting up franchise all over the place. Uh, so you're saying you would, uh, you would, uh, if your your fiance went into labor, you would leave the radio show unless it was the playoffs. Yeah, unless it was playoffs. Oh, okay, so I I would make it to work. You know what? If your fiance goes into labor. I will also leave the radio show. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just happy to leave any time. Yeah, 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 just whatever excuse we get. Like, I need to give CJ a ride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's too Sorry, distraught. Guys. Turn the network back on. <laughs> yeah, I'd actually be excited if my fiance went into labor. Uh, you would be excited? Yeah, that would imply we were doing it. You're right, so right, right. That would be... You guys going to make some kids? Uh, we've, yeah, yeah, we're talking about Good. We want to make Good. some kids. Congratulations. Someday. Okay. And I'm kind of like, man, do I want a kid? Because also buying stuff is cool. 
<laughs> like whenever I want to just buy something, I can do it. CJ walked into the studio today carrying a gigantic box of Legos. Yeah. Do you think if you have a kid that might eat into your your Lego budget? Yeah, and they're always going to want to play with them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, son. These are my Legos. Yes. <laughs> I just found an article that said Lego investing in Lego might be worth more than gold. Really? Yeah. Can't even mm. say it with a straight face, but there's an article. I've yet to read it, but... You know, it's uh, brought to you by Lego.com. Oh. You know, no, it's not, but... I, I'm the owner of 0.5 Bitcoin, CJ, and if you've seen what's gone on the last week, uh, I should have I gone Lego. should have invested in Lego instead. Maybe, or just sold. It's not been Le- good. Yeah. Mm. No, 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 no. I I'm, will say, uh, I hadn't checked my Robinhood investment account. And yeah. When, he, when Elon bought... Oh. Uh, I need to check it again. When he, he bought um, Twitter... Twitter. Doge went up, not to the moon, but it went up a lot. And I was like, "Oh, you still got the Doge coins?" I, I kept because I I bought it and it was really Look, good. No judgment. And then I'm, I forgot about it. I'm holding my AMC. I stock. bought AMC okay. too, <laughs> and I just forgot. I was like, "Haha, this is fun!" And then like it plummeted. Uh, but that oh, that oh, <laughs> I hate it because. You open your investing thing, and then it shows you what it was, and then immediately it goes dropped. But I mean, I was mm. I was down heavily, and then I looked at it the other day. I was like, ah, oh, I should sell. And my fiance is like, ah, we just hold on to it. Whatever. Yeah. Like, what does Hodl. it matter? Hodl. That's the that's the key. I think so. Probably. Man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna look into this Lego thing. Uh, all right, five one two eight three four one zero two seven. It's almost sports. Jason and CJ back in a sec. The Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. 512-834-1027, or you can tweet the show at Almost ESPN Radio. Uh, CJ, you remember yesterday I told you that we would have a legitimate sports knowledgeable guest on the program today, Dennis Taylor Pena, Fox 7 Sports? Yes, yes. Uh, lie detected test determined that's a lie. Oh, uh, he got frozen uh, in the cold storm. No, no, no. Uh, he's uh, been doing... Uh, Friday mornings with me on 101X for like 20 years now. Uh, but uh, I think he's like my oldest friend. I know. That's got to be your <laughs> yeah. longest running, yeah. at least for industry sure. partner. For sure. Uh, and he was going to be uh, on a uh, Veterans Day uh, parade float, but they canceled it for the weather. Oh, no. So I, I did use him up this morning rather than That's uh, okay. Here. But uh, at noon, Joe Cook inside Texas uh, if you want to talk about legitimate Texas reporters, uh, he is more plugged into Longhorn football than anybody that I know who will answer my DMs. Uh, so Good. <laughs> we're going to have him uh, at noon. There's, he was the, uh, leading the reporting on uh, – I, I messaged him because I'm confused what's going on here. Texas has announced they are combining five game-changing NIL collectives. These are The Texas One Fund – is going to be there's going to be one. This is basically the pot of money that they use to bribe players to come to Texas. So they're making it one big entity. That that sort of came off. And bribe is not the right word. I don't. I sounded as if I meant it in a negative way. This is all within the rules. And yeah, the big pot of money that we used to get Quinn Ewers to come here for three million dollars or something like that. There were a whole bunch of different collectives, and now they're all combining under one. One say, super pack. Yeah, we can bribe more if we get to. I don't know all the details. That's why we're going to have Joe Cook on it uh, at, at noon today. So hang out for that. Uh, stick with college football here for a second. I can't believe this is even a topic. Is Nick Saban washed? Is it over? Over? No, man. For Nick Saban? It can't be. Alabama. He's still a good coach. They're just. 
everyone else, the the playing field is going to become more level with NIL and the transfer portal. Like it's, he's not washed. I mean, it, look, the dude is he's he and Mac Brown, I think, are the exact same age. So he's seventy years old. He wears it a lot better than Mac does. No disrespect, Mac. Mac's always right? stressed. Yeah, they, if they had barbecue in Alabama like they did in North Carolina, then I'm sure that Saban wouldn't but wouldn't yeah. look so 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 hot these days. Alabama is seven and two. All right, the two games they lost by four, a, a total of four points. They lost one by one point, one by a, a field goal. Uh, both to teams who are also in the top 10 of the college football playoff yeah. rankings, both on the road, both on the last play of the game. Greg McElroy, his former quarterback, uh, said yesterday, this is some hot take jackassery. He's just saying for the first time, he is starting to doubt whether Nick Saban can continue the dynasty. It's stupid. It's two plays. Like, I, ha- I hate the whole... Oh, we're four plays away from being able to... Like, seriously, Tom Herman is four plays away from still being the coach of Texas. I hate that. But, like, legitimately, because they have two losses right now, we're starting to say, is it possible that it's over for Nick Saban? No. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Nick Saban addressed it yesterday saying, quote, I put it on me, end quote. What is it? Is there something to put on him? This has been a sloppier Alabama than in past years. Um, Again, I, I think... The playing field is going to become more level uh, across the board, but there are a lot of uncharacteristic penalties and mistakes well, that Alabama teams have. This team has made. I would say, yeah, that uh, the twenty to nineteen victory in Austin, September the tenth. Is that right? Man, it seems like a hundred years ago. That was their worst game, and they won that game. Yeah, like I would consider, you know. Lose, winning by one point against the team that would lose to Texas Tech a week later uh, is probably the worst. I guess it was several weeks later or whatever. Uh, and they had 15 penalties in that game. Not very Nick Saban-like. But the just the idea that Nick Saban is somehow now, it's over for him. Get out of here. Yeah, I, maybe this is just, well, uh, obviously, it's uh, fun to talk about when yeah. they print these sort of uh, salacious things. So there's that. But maybe it also goes back to the first of the season when Nick Saban was saying that last year was a rebuilding year when his team played in the national championship. Maybe it's a, a little bit of like a, a screw you, dude. I know what he meant when he said that. Yeah. In that he, he was saying, you know, as t- in terms of you're always sort of looking at the calendar and you're the, the quality of your roster is ebbing and flowing. Now, Alabama's is ebbing and flowing from like, the best in the country to second, third, fourth best, something yeah. like that. I know what he was saying, but I think he'd probably take that back because now he just does come off like an entitled jackass. Yeah. who's just like, oh, yeah, that was a, oh, re- you made the was a rebuilding year that we won the national championship. Uh, they're, they're nine in the college football playoff rankings, all right? Like, you know how many teams would love to be all, – all but eight teams would love to be nine. And so the idea that he somehow doesn't have it anymore it just doesn't doesn't fly with me. I mean, they could still win a conference championship. Yeah, they well they they need LSU to lose, uh, and yeah. then yeah, they could make it to the SEC championship game. And look, if they put if they beat Georgia, I'm not saying it's out of the question they could make the the final four of the college football playoff. But regardless, I'm I'm not nowhere near ready to say Nick Saban has. Do lost, I like him? Lost in, it. in Alabama? No. Yeah. But uh, we're objective sports broadcasters. I, so do you, do you dislike Nick Saban? I I I have a Nick Saban thing. I guess it's 
great. Uh, Popovich uh, kind of has the same, uh, just short, quick, and 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 almost condescending you, to the media. But he yeah. does it in a fun, lovable yeah, I was say, way. He's much more fun than and Saban, Saban just kind of seems like an ass. But it's just you know Alabama fans. Anytime you have a. Uh, a fandom whose team has been very successful for such a long run, so dominant, you just get annoyed with them, you, and it makes you dislike the team. They've, they, you know, their their dynasty with Saban started beating Texas in in the national championship, and that's mm. my team. So there's mm. there's a lot of reason just to dislike them, but it's not anything. Yeah. It's not anything personal. Uh, he was never mean to me when we hung out. You and Nick Saban. Yeah, yeah. What did you guys do? Just, you know, chilled. Just chilling. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. I can't get an invite. Uh, they say of Nick Saban, and you know what, Bill Belichick and Greg Popovich as well, that even though, yeah, they appear to be curmudgeon and just all about business, that they're actually lots of fun. Like when you get them away from yeah. the game, they're lots of fun. I 100% believe that about Pop, okay? Yeah. I would love to sit down with Pop and like five bottles of red wine and like, let's just see who passes out first, Pop. Let's go. Uh, but Saban and Belichick, I don't buy it. I yeah. don't buy that uh, they're Well, fine. Belichick apparently like when he's around his private group of people or at, at functions with his players that are not sports or during the season related, uh-huh. he, he kind of loosens he up lets, and hangs. But yeah. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I uh, hear generic sports talk question, CJ. Uh, you can have either one going forward. Would you rather have Nick Saban or Steve Sarkeesian as your coach? I mean, Nick Saban. That's, that's I mean, the only problem is he's so old. <laughs> he's sure. so old. He's, I mean, I think he, I, again, I think he's 70. But when, when Mac was fired, uh, stepped down, uh, I was sort of for that because I believed all of the, the rumors that Saban was coming. That, uh, Miss Sally was looking at real estate in Austin, Texas. Sure. And so yeah, I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't yeah, think yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a chance. I didn't uh, believe that at all. But was what like now looking back, was that what percentage of that was feasible? Like could have happened? Like well, what, what do your secret insiders tell you? Ted Texas is still, according to some, the best college football job there is, and so it's it, it, feasible. Yeah, hundred um, percent. They, I think the official word was that Saban. The official official word maybe. I was never leaving. I'm always going to be them. I'm going to be the Alabama coach forever. Maybe he considered it less to official get a word. More he, secure. He didn't want to be the guy who's forcing Mac out. And the fashion with which Mac was dismissed, again, Mac stepped down. He was fired. Uh, he Saban was not cool with that, and that's why he didn't come. And that's why we got three years of Charlie Strong banging out them W's, man. Five and five each season, yeah, right? What a what a time, man! Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. CJ uh, top ten list. Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. that. Uh, it's uh, Jason CJ almost sports back after this. Now back to almost sports with Jason and CJ on one hundred two seven ESPN. Busy program on a Friday twelve thirty. We have our four entertainment purposes only football picks. Uh, CJ, is this the first week you're picking? Well, officially ahead of me? I think so. We've that's been not, tied for such a long that. chunk, so yeah. I'm good about that at all. Uh, that's at uh, 1230. It has been alleged Father Dusk wants to call in and offer a prayer for the Longhorns today. Has it worked every time? <sighs> what is your record, Father Dusk? Yeah, we, we need to discuss let's, that let's, first. Let's, let's see that. I'm also just worried that we're doing a joke on a joke. That no one gets. <laughs> yeah, is that a problem? Decades ago. Uh, you know what? I want to put him right next to legitimate... Uh, Longhorn reporter Joe Cook from Inside Texas is going to join us uh, at the uh, top of the hour. 
talk Longhorn football this weekend and what's going on in the name, image, likeness world. But first, we have a new one every day. This one is a bit of a part two, right? Uh, CJ Morgan, top 10 list. What are we doing today, man? Uh, The top 10 NFL teams ranked by their uh, point differential, which is something that I like to use to figure out Mm -hmm. who's going to be where and who's going to be successful when they get into the playoffs. I usually uh, drop an outlier, uh, that being... If someone wins 49 to zero, uh, that way it kind of averages out right, a little right. more. Uh, so here we go. These are your top 10 teams according to point differential in the NFL. Starting right at number 10, a team that's four and four, but we do think they're better than their record and will uh, mm. be a playoff team. As a mm. matter of fact, you're picked to win the Super Bowl, oh. San Francisco oh. 49ers. Oh. Man, all of those then, they're four and four. Four and that hurts. four. I mean, I, I guess I knew that, but yeah. Uh, I said, I'm not. Uh, yeah, they were my pick to win the Super Bowl, and I'm not uh, abandoning ship. But they have been when when Trey Lance got hurt and it was Jimmy Garoppolo's team. I was like, you know, that's probably good. It's probably good. And, and now then, I'm like, eh, he's probably like the 20th best quarterback. I don't know. I don't know if that's good. Uh, but they're 10th in point difference. Yes, huh? and they have McCaffrey now, and and mm-hmm. people are starting to get healthy. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, this team's the. If you look just at record alone, they would be number two. But they are number nine in this ranking. The Minnesota Vikings <laughs> at seven and one. No worries though; they're going to coast through that. Uh, they just win every game by three points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's. Uh, I don't new- know. Are they good? Do you think that the Vikings are good? Every power ranking out there has them ahead of the Cowboys, and no homerness here. Don't worry, my Cowboys rankings are way better don't. than them. Oh, okay. My rankings yeah, good, do good. not. Uh, number eight, uh, New England Patriots at five and what? four. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. They might actually be uh, in a division with the Jets, Bills, mm-hmm. and Dolphins with a better record. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, maybe, uh, maybe they'll, they're a little better than we think. Not uh, in this uh, top ten, by the way. Uh, the, the, the Jets or Dolphins. Really? Yeah, spoiler alert. Mm. What was that? that was Dolphins one... has some bad losses when Tua was, was not in there, I believe. Uh, followed by the Baltimore Ravens at 6-3 and three on a three-game win streak. They're starting to look better. Uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals next up on the list really? at 5-4, and four, right at number five. They, I don't, I'm confused by that team because there were a couple games, or specifically a game, where Joe Burrow was like, all right, that dude is amazing. They're going to do it. And then they lose some stupid ones. And now with Jamar Chase out, like, uh, are yeah. they going to be able to to hang around enough in a pretty loaded AFC to make a wild card spot? It's uh, everybody is, is nuts about uh, T. Higgins, uh, at, at least as a fantasy guy. People love the T. Higgins. He's got a little bit of CeeDee Lamb to him in that I think he's really good when he's the number two receiver. When, when, sure. When Joe, when, uh, um, Jamar Chase is out. All of a sudden, I'm like, where, where, where's T. Higgins at now? Uh, but L- yeah, losing. <laughs> yeah, passes to Tyler Higby. I like both of the, Tyler Boyd. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Higby is a tight end for the Rams. That would okay. be. Yeah, I like that name. That would though. be Higby. a real, real Higby. errant pass if Joe Burrow threw it to him. Higby's yeah. a good name. I like both of those teams going forward, uh, though. From the AFC North, you said the Ravens, Bengals, back to back. I, uh, if you could buy stock in them, I would buy both of them right now. I think they're better than their record. Well, we sold some stock when it was low early on, but now it's rebounded. Dallas Cowboys, number Ooh. four at six Ooh. and two, followed by Jason's uh, is, crush. 
Oh no! Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, okay. Number that, three. That what were you good. about to say about a? Uh, well, about the Cowboys. Dallas? That is it. So this is based on point differential. Oh, mm-hmm. but you're dropping the uh, because an outlier. I was going to say the Cowboys nineteen and nineteen three loss the first night of the season uh, to Tampa Bay. That was that was probably a bad one. But yeah, they. Uh, I mean, obviously they're six six and two, right? Yep, should be up. Number there. four, um, according to my rankings, fourth best in the league. Kansas City, number three, six and two. Also topping a division we thought would be a lot more competitive than it is. Uh, number two, according to my rankings, the second best mm. team in the league. Mm. And after I factored in the uh, the the weird outlier thing, I'm surprised they were number two. I thought they would flip, but it's very, very close by uh, a point. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles number two, meaning number one is uh, the Buffalo Bills. So those are your best. Teams I think that's about in the NFL. While some of the point differential things, I think are, are a little messy. I think that I still think the Bills are the best team, and I'm not even sure if the Eagles are the second best team. But it would be disrespectful to put them anywhere other than the the top. Yeah, two. yeah. So yeah, I would say that holds pretty good. Uh, Cowboys were what did you say four? Yes. And uh, I remember from yesterday, you did the bottom 10. The Packers are in the bottom 10, right? Correct. Dallas at Green Bay. Dallas is the favorite in Lambeau on Sunday. Four and a half points. Not to step on our picks segment for later. Now, do you... I I heard Ed and Beto say this. Do they... Are actual points given to home teams? Like, is there... Do they factor in if someone's at home when they're doing these... Yeah. uh, Back back in the olden days of gambling... Home field advantage in football depend. It obviously would vary, depend, uh, but it would it would be worth about three points, is what okay. you would say. So like, uh, but it's not an official thing. It's just kind of like a betting. Yeah, thing. yeah, uh, yeah. You, you uh, and it, it, it would it would mean more for like Lambo is uh, a team uh, with a, place a home field with advantage. a tremendous home field yeah. advantage, not just the uh, fervor of the fans there, but also the weather, the elements, those sorts of things, uh, as opposed to like. The, the Jerry World. Well, I was going to say the Rams or the Chargers who play in Los Angeles who have no fans. And the Chargers might as well play 17 road games a year because literally, you know, when a team comes to town, there's more of their fans there yeah. than there are Chargers fans. Because it's fun to visit L.A. So yeah, yeah, but you get to sleep in your own bed and you know the whatever. So that home field advantage is probably worth more like one to two points. Uh, there's lots of uh, people out there who would tell you now that just in general, home field advantage is probably... A, Overrated at the NFL level, especially but it is. So Dallas, a four and a half point favorite in Lambeau, you're basically saying that you think the Cowboys are a touchdown, maybe more better than the Green Bay Packers, and I'm a little worried about that. As much as I am high on the Cowboys, it's gonna. I just looked we've been it up. disappointed by the Cowboys way yeah. too many times to feel comfortable, even with their record right can, now. And can Aaron Rodgers really be this bad? Is he this bad this quickly? <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be 35 degrees at game time on Sunday in Lambeau. It's cold. Yeah, it hurts when the ball hits I, your hands. I don't like I don't like the cold. That doesn't seem fun. Uh, all right, hang on. Let's let me. It's professional or not? There's a, a phone call. Okay, yeah, we can do it real quick. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven is the phone number. Let's go to Matt. You're on ESPN Radio. What's up, Matt? Hey, uh, hey, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. And, hey, Jason, you, you're not you're not quick to the trigger, man. It's just I have a really bad uh, anxiety, so it's hard for me to even call you guys, but I just oh. love you guys. Well, we so appreciate much it, man. Show, Thank so you. Thank it. you. 
But hey, uh, I do want to say something. CJ, when you do the Mickey Mouse thing, man, it makes you laugh every single time. You're dead on, bro. <laughs> that's that's not me. That's our boss. Yeah, yeah that that's is the a, owner of ESPN. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, Disney company. And so, yeah. Yeah, he, 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 <laughs> but, chi- he has a special hotline where he can chime in and he, he, he sees right, and hears all. <laughs> but hey, uh, I, I want to say uh, it's funny how, you know, you guys talked about it and like uh, that guy, uh, um, what's his name? I, I forgot from Fox. But uh, everybody's overreacting with the Bills and the, and the Jets. Uh, you know, everybody forgets how many how many defensive players the, that Bills, the Bills have out. Yeah, missing. yeah, and and you know, so they're missing not just half of their defense; they're missing key players. So I just I I, I want to you know bring that up. And then, hey, uh, CJ, you talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, did you see Pages Stajakovic's son? I think he uh, ended up uh, committing to I think UCLA or yeah. They 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 assumed he was going to stay on the West Coast, so that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. But anyways, guys, I appreciate you guys taking my call. Yeah. You guys have a great Absolutely. weekend. Hey, Thank thanks you, for the man. call, man. Great yeah. job. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, boss, Mickey, uh, why does this radio station not have any real advertisers? It's all just weird, sad uh, PSAs. Uh, uh-huh. Why aren't you doing a better show? <laughs> you think they want to spend money on some crap you spend out you every day? You think it's uh-huh. my fault? Uh-huh. You think I got money invested in emo palooza? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, no, not until I own Live Nation. So you get your ass to work and shut the F up. Uh-huh. Brad's buzz and kids are hungry. So go to break. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Joe Cook from Inside Texas uh, on Longhorn Football on the other side of this break.